Hello and welcome to the On Balance Podcast. Hope you're having a wonderful season, whichever season you're in. It happens to be summer here in the United States. And for those of you who celebrate the month of June, we had Juneteenth, which is now a federal holiday, and we have the 4th of July coming up the first week in July. So hopefully you will have celebrated all of those holidays and you are in a wonderful, fantastic middle of the summer mood. One of my favorite things about summer is all the fruit and vegetables that are just alive, Uh, not in cans, but coming out of the ground. I really like a good farmer's market and uh, I've not had a chance yet to get by my favorite market but looking forward to that. Today we're going to talk about the following unmasking the secrets of friendship rejection. If you tuned in it's because either you've rejected a person as a friend or you've been rejected by someone And generally, when that happens, we have lots of emotions around it. And often, we don't really take the time to figure out why those things happened. I did some research, and in researching, I ran across a really fantastic article, which laid it out very clearly. If you want to go to the website, I have that listed in the show notes. But the author that I'm taking the information from today's name is Holly Burns. And her article, which I found online, is 11 Common Habits That Make People Lose Respect for You. And let's face it, if there's no respect, there's not much room for growth. That's pretty much the foundation of all of our intimate relationships. Either we respect you or we don't. So she lists 11 things that could happen that could make a person decide or make you decide, no, I don't want to deal with this person. Before I get to them, let me quickly say that the happiness quiz is available. Are you as happy as you would like to be? Would you like to be happier than you currently are? Please go to ReikiBreak.com. And take the quiz. It's only seven questions, and at least you'll know where you are on the happiness continuum. So, let's get to the list. The first thing she says is dishonesty. Dishonesty is one of those things that can be a deal breaker. Because that's the cornerstone of any relationship. You can't build anything if you can't trust that the person is going to be honest with you. So people who lie or withhold the truth, not a good basis for a relationship. And you'll probably pass. Unreliability is the second thing she listed. People make promises and promises and promises and they don't show up. I remember in my dating life, people, well, a particular person would always say, okay, okay, on Friday, I'm going to be there. I will show up this time. 
That should have been the red flag right there. Anytime we're in the multiples, there's a problem. So if people are unreliable, then that that too erodes trust. If you can't rely on people, if they're inconsistent, then are they respecting you or are they disrespecting you? The third thing she lists is interrupting others. I think we've all been there, and sometimes maybe we've even been responsible. People are talking, and instead of letting them say what they need to say, persons just break in and take over the conversation as if you are not even speaking. They disregard your perspective, and if they let you talk, they make you feel unimportant. How do they do that? Because the minute you stop talking, they start telling you all the things that you think, all of your opinions or ideas that are wrong. The fourth thing she noted was negativity and constant complaining. OMG. It would be nice to have a conversation where you could blend the bitter with the better. All of us, I think, are struggling, right? Well, yeah, all of us are struggling right now. We're coming out of... uh, Uh, the pandemic and realizing finally that things are not going to be like they were. Everything is shifting. Everything is a little bit uncertain because things are being redefined. But oh, the complaining that I hear from some people, it's okay, except that they never get around to the but. But life is good. But I have a plan. But it could be worse. There's never a but. There's just on and on negativity and complaining. The fifth thing, being judgmental. Respect includes accepting and appreciating other people's differences. If you're overly critical, if you dismiss the ideas of others, if you aren't open-minded, it's going to result in a loss of respect. And if a person feels judged, in your presence, they're not going to want to be around you. And why would they want to be around you? You don't have anything in common. If that person doesn't respect your way of life or your thoughts or your ideas or feel that you can bring anything to the table, there is really no basis for a relationship. The sixth thing she listed was disrespecting other people's time. Punctuality is important. And if you're not going to be punctual, you can call. But if you're always late, always rescheduling, you need to explain why that happens. I went through a period of time where I'm surprised I didn't lose all my friends because I was responsible for disrespecting other people's times. They would invite me places and I would say, okay, I'll be there. And then I wouldn't go. And I would feel so guilty and I really didn't know how to explain it other than I was just tired all the time. And I finally ended up going to the doctor and was diagnosed with a condition that caused me to be fatigued. So I could want with all my might to go someplace, but my body was not going to do it. Well, once I found out that I had an illness that was causing me to disrespect other people's time, 
I went to those people whose time I had disrespected and I explained to them what was going on. And we were able to salvage our relationship. But that's important. You cannot disrespect other people's time habitually. All of us run late sometimes. And we all have friends who are always going to be 10 minutes late. So I'm not speaking about that. But I mean people who would say an hour later and you haven't heard from the people and you don't hear from them for maybe a day or two. The seventh thing she listed was gossiping, spreading rumors. Have you ever had somebody gossip about you to you? I certainly have. Not that they say, oh, this is the gossip about you, but they say things to you in such a way that you realize that they probably have said this same thing that was unflattering to someone else about you. They come to you and say, oh, I just want you to know this is how I'm feeling about what you're doing or how you're doing or whatever. But as they're speaking, it's clear in your mind that this is exactly the same thing they've already told other people. And so it's it's a a way of disrespecting your privacy. You know, come to the, go to the person first. Then there's no need to spread gossip. The eighth thing she had being arrogant or overly proud. Uh I will say this. My belief about arrogance is that if you can put up, if you can prove what you state, then it's okay to be arrogant. Uh, I had a, a friend who was a phenomenal um, musician, and that person would brag on their talent. But when they sat down to play or to compose, oh my God, they could back up the boast. But some people are arrogant in a different way. They'll say, oh, my house is cleaner than yours. Or, oh, are you still living here? Or, you're not going to buy a new car? You don't have the latest gadget? Oh, my God. Well, I've had that forever. So it's okay to be confident. But there's a difference between confidence and arrogance. And the difference is the intention. If you're confident, you're simply stating a fact. Oh, I've got one of those. If you're arrogant, the intention is to belittle or to demean another person. The ninth thing, ignoring or dismissing others' feelings. I have been in situations where my feelings have been dismissed And I have been in situations where I'm sure I've dismissed the feelings of others. Neither side was nice. If you are empathetic, then you need to be able to compassionately listen to other people's feelings. One of the one of the kind of covert ways we dismiss another's feelings is we can be in a conversation with someone and they can share a feeling uh, that pertains to something they're going through in the moment. 
And when they finish sharing the feeling, you don't acknowledge that they have said anything to you and you change the subject and move on and make it about you or something else and you never come back and say to that person, I hear you, or ask questions about what they're feeling or how they're going to process that feeling. So please don't ignore and dismiss others' feelings. You don't want them to do that to you. The tenth thing she listed was being manipulative or using people. Using people for your own gain. That's not a relationship. It's just usury. There's no possibility of a good relationship or a good outcome in those situations. And the eleventh thing. Not taking responsibility for your actions. How many times have you been in a situation where you're having a conversation and you take your responsibility for what you've done and other people will blame will blame somebody else. It wasn't me. If you hadn't said that to me, I wouldn't have gotten angry. If you hadn't done that, I wouldn't have done whatever. If you're mature, you're responsible for your actions, for your thoughts. You are responsible. To be responsible is to be response-able or response-appropriate. The appropriate response when we're involved in something that may not make us look the best, is to state our vulnerability, our mistake, what is causing difficulty in this situation that we can step in and and ameliorate or change by our actions. When we don't do that, we're snuffing the life out of anything close to a relationship. All of these are important. There's some things on this list I have done. I would imagine there's some things on this list that resonate more with you uh, than others. But they're important to know because we are all trying to be better friends and we're trying to have better friends. We probably need to, in closing, say what is the best definition of the word friendship? And it says, friendship, a state of enduring affection, esteem, intimacy, and trust between two people. In all cultures, friendships are important relationships throughout a person's lifespan. Everyone does not have to be your friend. Friends need to be chosen with care and with time. That's all I have for today. Again, if you get a chance, please check out Reiki Break and take the um, happiness quiz. As always, it is a pleasure and a privilege that you allow me to share the space between your ears. Please take care of your head 
take care of your heart and take care of your body. Stay on balance. Bye-bye.